My name is David Spell, and this is the podcast where we talk about practical leadership, team building, theology, and how to create winning habits. I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. And don't forget to stick around until the end of the episode for this week's exciting book recommendation. Now today on Leading and Learning, we're going to be talking about the key to God's blessings. Or we could title it the key to opening the door to God's blessings or the key to unleashing God's blessings. Jesus said in, in Matthew 16, 19, he was speaking to the disciples and he said, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Now I want to ask you to do something. Take a look at your keychain. This is mine. Um, it's not quite as heavy or as thick as it used to be because when we were uh, when we were packing up to go to Brazil, um, I was you know I asked myself I said what do I, what which of these keys do I actually need to take with me and I really didn't need to take that many most of them I could leave behind but what I noticed as I was looking at my keychain was the fact that I had accumulated so many keys over the years that I had no idea where they came from or what doors or what locks they were for. Have you ever done that? You look at your keychain and you go, man, what is this key for? And what is that key for? And I realized I had so many keys that didn't mean anything anymore. Keys that I didn't know where they went or or what they unlocked. You know, I think there's a, a spiritual parallel here. I think sometimes the same thing happens in the spiritual realm. Jesus told us that he's given us the keys of the kingdom. Yet I wonder, if we really know which keys open which doors. Maybe you've done this before, and we're going to talk about one specific area and one specific key, and there's others that we'll talk about other times, but today we're going to be talking about the the key to opening the door to God's blessings. And, you know, maybe you've prayed this before. I have. In fact, maybe you've prayed it this morning. But, uh, But maybe you've prayed this prayer. God bless me. Oh, God, let your blessings rain down upon me. Maybe you pray, God, bless my finances. God, bless my bank account. Oh, God, let me win the lottery. You know, I mean, I guess it's kind of hard to do that if, unless you play. But, um, but you know, we, we, we've all had these, these thoughts or these prayers. Oh, you know, if God would just bless me. And, you know, I think that's, that's, that's okay. But I think that the reality is God's already given us the key that unlocks the door to his blessings. And it's not that we shouldn't you know, pray that, but I think the reality is God's already given us the key that we can uh, set the stage, we can unlock the door to seeing God's blessings poured out in our lives. Jesus said in, in uh, Luke 6, he said, If you give, you will receive. Your gift will return to you in full measure, pressed down, shaken together to make room for more, and running over. Whatever measure you use in giving, large or small, it will be used to measure what is given back to you. And that's Luke 6.38. So I wonder if instead of saying, God bless me, if we might learn to use the key that God's given us, this key of giving, to unleash God's blessings in our lives. I think generosity and giving is the key that unlocks the storehouse of God's blessings. 
In fact, if you look through the scriptures over and over and over again, there's this correlation between giving and being blessed by God. And it's not a, it's not a magic spell. It's not a magic formula. But there is the law of, of sowing and reaping, the principle of sowing and reaping, the principle of planting seeds and then seeing those seeds uh, grow up and, 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 and reaping a harvest in our lives. And generosity is this key that unlocks the storehouse of God's blessings. And the only way that we can really receive all that God has for us is by opening our hand to bless others and build the kingdom. You know, many people would say, oh, this is a selfish type of theology. And, and you know, I would just say, listen, this isn't a theology. This is just simple Bible 101. This is, this is what the scriptures have taught from the very beginning. And, you know, we can't bless others if we're not blessed ourselves. And God wants to, to use us as vessels so that we can bless others. But we can't do that if, if we don't have God's blessings flowing in our lives. And so we've got to be able to open our hand and bless others and, and, and receive from God so that we can continue to build the kingdom. But if we can't open our hand to give, if we can't open our hand to bless others, then, then the hand is not going to be open to receive from God. Now, I want to challenge us this year as we move into 2016. What are some ways that you and I can be more generous? You know, maybe you're already giving at a high level. I don't know. Maybe this is new to you. Maybe you've never even really thought about your responsibility to, to give and your responsibility to, to be a blessing or to be a, a responsibility to be a, a, a steward of all that God's given to you. But I tell you, every year, you know, I look and, and, and you know, I was a police officer. We, we're not wealthy people, but we always want to look in every year and say, okay, can we give more this year than we gave last year? Where can we be investing in other people's lives? How can we be helping those around us? And as we do that, we constantly see God's blessings in our lives. So what ways can you be more generous in 2016? You know, maybe your church. You know, are you tithing? Are you giving regularly to your church? You know, the local church is still the hope for the world. And, and the local church does more good in communities and cities and in areas all over the world than any other organization. The local church has more impact on the lives of people day in, day out, week in, week out than any other organization. You know, and if you're not in a church that you feel comfortable investing in, then you need to go find a church that you can give to. You need to find a church where you can sow your finances there and, and see a harvest of, of God's goodness in your life. Listen, um, if, if you don't feel comfortable giving to your church, find one that you feel, feel comfortable giving to. Because, you know, the local church is the hope for the world, and, and, and giving to the local church is such a great way to, to invest in other people's lives. You know, there's other great charitable organizations that you might feel comfortable giving to as well. You know, my, my wife and I, we support two children through Compassion International, and, and our goal is to support more as we're able. But, you know, $38 a month for one child is, it seems like, you know, you think about it, that's just a few coffees a month. But, you know, what a difference it makes in the life of a child. And so, you know, for us, being able to support two children is, is our honor and our privilege because we're being able to do something in, in the lives of, of children. And who knows what these children will turn out to be. They might turn out to be, you know, the next uh, Nelson M. Mandela or the next great world leader or the next uh, Martin Luther King Jr. or the next Billy Graham. Who knows? But listen, 
We don't know, but we're, we're, we're doing what we can to give something back. And I encourage you this year to look at where you can invest. Because, you know, listen, God wants to bless you. He wants to bless us, but the keys are in your hand. Or actually, they're in your wallet. And as we become generous, as, 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 as the people of God become generous, then we can be the vessel that His, His resources flow to so that they can flow through. You know, God wants to give it to us so it can flow through us. You know, we, God wants us to be a blessing to those around us. So, so this year, let's learn how to use this key of giving. Let's learn how to use this key of generosity to open the door of God's blessings in our lives so that we can experience God's blessings and that we can uh, pour those blessings out on other people as well. Well, now it's your turn. I'd love to hear from you. What are your thoughts on this? Um, have you? How have you experienced God's blessings in your life? How has how has the, the this principle of generosity impacted you? I'd love to hear from you. Go to davidspell.com and leave your comment in the comment section for today's post. Let me know what this means to you. Do you agree with me? Do you disagree with me? Um, how have you seen this principle of giving and this principle of generosity uh, impact your life? It's time for this week's book recommendation. And this week, I want to recommend an incredible leadership book to you. It's called You the Leader by Phil Pringle. And Pastor Phil Pringle is the leader of C3 Church Global. And C3 Church Global is the, 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 the umbrella, the, the, the movement of churches that we belong to and that we're serving with in Brazil. And you know, we're, we're a church planting movement. We've planted uh, over 400 churches all over the world. And, and, um, and Pastor Phil is, is a known uh, and a noted leadership expert. Um, he uh, appears regularly with uh, well-known uh, Joyce Meyer and, and uh, Dr. Cho and uh, so many other uh, world, world leaders that um, well-known Christian leaders and speaks. He's very, very sought after for his, his leadership skills and his, his uh, uh, teaching on leadership. But uh, just a, a few um, of the, the titles, um, The Leader in His God, The Leader in His Vision, uh, The Leader's Trials, The Leader's Weapons, The Leader in His Attitude, The Leader in His Team. <clears throat> Excuse me. And this is probably, You the Leader is probably one of the, the, the very best practical uh, and in most practical leadership books I've ever read. Um, you know, if, you, if I could only recommend one leadership book to people, this would probably be uh, the one that I would recommend. Dynamite book, easy to read, but it's one that you'll go through with a highlighter and just be lighting it up because it's just so full of great practical information. So there'll be a link to You the Leader in the show notes. Check it out. It's available in um, uh, traditional paper and also in a, in a Kindle format. So check it out. You will love it. It's a, it's a great book. And, uh, and, you know, check out some of Dr. Phil's other books as well. He's got, you know, a bunch of great books, and uh, they're all absolute dynamite. Well, as we close today, um, I'd love to invite you to, uh, to join our family. Uh, go to davidspell.com, subscribe to our blog. Um, that way you won't miss a single issue. Um, they'll go right into your inbox. 
And, uh, and also, by subscribing, you'll get our subscribers-only newsletter that we send out once a month. So, uh, so make sure you sign up today. Um, we'd love to have you on board. So thanks so much for being with us. And until next time, this is David Spell encouraging you to pursue your passion.